0: You're listening to Traveling Down the Delta Blues Highway. I'm Erin Scott, otherwise known as Audio Chick. This podcast is about the blues history, music, people, and of course, traveling the Delta from Tunica to Vicksburg. You can find me where you listen to your podcast at audiochick.net. That's Chick without the K. Now, let's get on the road. Blues artist, Jimmy Duck Holmes, agreed to meet with me on a Sunday afternoon. I thought all ducks were in a row, pun intended. We walked into the famous juke joint, the blue front, and the interior was so warm because of a wood fire, it was like you wanted to snuggle under the covers of a bed. There was only one woman there, watching the TV, and we said who we were, Holmes greeted us saying, I thought y'all were going to call. It was just a little misunderstanding through text, but it all worked out. He was kind enough to give me this talk, and I was lucky I came while it was quiet time, because when we finished, which Holmes felt we could have gone on and on, locals kept barreling in and the spot was getting crowded and sound would have changed. Let's get into my talk with blues artist, Jimmy Duck Holmes. People say, I was looking at your album and you had some interesting things going down. Some were a little bit about ladies, some was about the train. I see the train's playing there, running around. And so I was like, ooh, sound, okay. What was your inspiration? I'm guessing the train that Rhythm and uh, did you have some other? Was wise. that rhythm
1: was good? No, was no, them? no. Guitar wise, my inspiration was the two guys over in the four corner. You can't see them good now, but those were my inspiration. Music wise, now, music okay. wise. Yeah, we're not music
0: wise. Okay, <laughs> now, now,
1: I don't, I don't fabricate in my lyrics stuff I was about, either I have experienced it or I know someone who did. Okay, all
0: right.
1: And another thing, I, when, I, when I'm playing or saying, I don't set out to entertain you. Now, if you happen to get entertained about what I do, but it's not my purpose to entertain you, and I know people get entertained by what I do, but I don't set out to entertain people.
0: We got this guy coming in from Ohio and I know him, he's my generation. Mr. Dan Auerbach, Mr. Black Keys, and yeah, he's, you know, he was playing on the radio, and I said, hey, Mom, I know him. He did Leo Bud Welch, post-mortem. He approached you, and you get an album, and there's some other people there, like, I don't know, you get, then you're in a little competition with them, with the Grammys. What's what's the deal? What are you thinking? And then he makes a video about com- the blue front.
1: When you say competition, what are you referring to?
0: He's in the same category. Who
1: means? Yeah. In-
0: with the Grammy Awards
1: at one point? Wasn't it? But yeah, but I'm, tri- com- I'm a little confused. You said competition. Well,
0: I don't know if it's competition, but you're in the same category.
1: Was a nominated.
0: Correct. Yeah. I'm a
1: competitor. I'll put it that way, I girl. I don't honest. compete with nobody. There you
0: go. All right.
1: Fair enough. I don't compete with nobody.
0: So you didn't play sports. You're you're And, blue and,
1: and, there you and especially when it comes to blue music, I don't compete. I just do it. I don't sit out to perform to win Grammys. Or none of that you know why? Yeah, know. If you sit out with okay. trying to win, grammar to win, or what, you're doomed to fail. Yeah. Because if yeah. you don't, if you don't win, if you're setting out to win something, if you don't win it. You get discouraged.
0: I think you lose your voice too. Don't I mean? You, it's you. You. Why do you? Right. I mean. Do you think what you're saying is?
1: Yeah, competing if yeah, you're losing uh, you. Maybe. If I'm competing, then if I'm, if I'm going to compete, then I got to listen to or watch that other person so I can try to do better than he's doing. You know, an athlete, athletic or sport, they video the other team, they video them other team so they can try to do a little bit better than they're doing. I don't do that.
0: What? You don't, quote, write, but do you hear it in your head? Do you remember it? Or are you recording it and then you're playing it again? Or are you just playing it at night? And then uh, specifically about an album that was made, how did that get made?
1: I'm a regular, everyday person. And the story behind that album with the black kids, they had started reaching out to me probably a year or a year and a half before I really went. Can you come to Nashville? I, I ain't going on Nashville. Not knowing what they were going on. they was getting these people to see if you can get them to come to Nashville. So I finally broke down. 2019, decided to go. I went. And the guy that drove me, Michael Schultz, he said, you need to bring your guitar with you. I said, I'm a guitar player. What does a carpenter look like if he ain't got a hammer with him? I'm a guitar player. Very seldom I leave home, especially going out of town without my guitar. When I got to Nashville, the Black Keys, went by the hotel, checked in, and the guy that took Now he knew what was going on, I didn't. He said, Well, that's right and spicy. We went to do this recording studio. no big deal, which it wasn't no big deal to me. They had a three day recording session scheduled. I, I hooked it up in three hours. But I went back the next day to redo a th- another particular song, and they wanted me to do another cut at it. And what that was, I didn't need to rehearse. You know why? Everything I sing about is true. You don't have to rehearse the truth. You have to rehearse the lie from the heart. And they was amazed. How'd he do that so quick? I did what they wanted me to do, to record some song. I didn't need to go back to the hotel room and rehearse and stuff like that. Man, what you want me to do? He said, do some song. And that's the one that got nominated for the Grammy. I was truthful, didn't try to entertain, just played, and he got a Grammy nominee. It doesn't mean anything. I appreciate it I don't get me wrong, I appreciate it. Know what it mean? More to me than anything, y'all come by. It's not that y'all in tourism. or my fans come by to the hall at me, Again, I appreciate getting nominated. If I had one, the trophy, whatever they give you, you're going to show it off for maybe a month or two then the next year you won't know where it is.
0: Exactly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it could be in the back. It could be in the corner. It could be. (laughs) Uh, My daughter had it last, blah, blah, blah. Somewhere collecting dust. Y'all don't collect dust.
0: Exactly. Are more people because I know you have a festival now and things. Had you kind of pulled back in and out now because of people like Black Keys and all this? Are you opening up the joint more and things like that?
1: No, mm, oh, what I do here every day, I've been doing it for the last 52 years. Okay. Can you tell me a little bit about
0: the juke joint? Because I want to do a
1: little bit more, or a piece about the juke joint I was, as well. one, I was one year old. My mom and dad started it. It started in 1948. I was born in 47. And again, like I say, I've been in and out of here all of my life. All of my life. And okay. I appreciate it. Okay. The documentary they be talking about, and I've seen you on YouTube. I've people, uh, someone came in yesterday from Puerto Rico and said they seen me on a, on a video down at Puerto Rico and, and they couldn't rest it they get it that touched me want to feel me.
0: Well, that's fun.
1: I mean, I'm just another it's human being. community band. though. Huh?
0: It's a community that you wouldn't have. I mean, people, I don't know how many people in this podcast or where they're gonna find out that I got sick. My brother had people, because he's a musician, had people, because it was a Christian uh, band, had people praying for me, even in Brazil. So you've got a community that, if we didn't have the internet, wouldn't be, you know, like you said, touching you from Puerto Rico.
1: No, she came out live yesterday. (laughs) Just said, hey
0: baby,
1: you're in the market. She was watching and, well now she was originally, she was from a few miles up, but when she, she said she recognized the play, and she, did, she didn't know me, but it, it's something about the music she said that touched her. And so she came home visiting and said she wasn't gonna rest until she come shake my hand. And, and I don't get excited about that. Which I know a lot of people would, but it's going excite me.
0: I did not know that The blues... Because I was a kiddo. I always show my age a little bit. I was in the 90s with Stevie Ray Vaughan. And B.B. King played with Clapton at that point. So that's... And U2. B.B. King played with U2 and stuff. So that's how I got into the blues. So I was, you know... Learned about him pretty much from B.B. King and Stevie Ray Vaughan. Uh, You've got... Kind of this smaller group of U.S. people, but then Roger told me Australia is huge with blues, and then, of course, Europe. Do you see a lot of people saying, coming to the blue front and saying, hey, ooh, hey, I'm here?
1: It slowed up, like I said, because of the pandemic. They they still come, but, but, but daily. Okay. I appreciate it. The documentary. She said she recognized the play, and she, did, she didn't know me but it, it's something about the music she said that touched her and so she came home visiting and said she wasn't going to rest and she come shake my hand and, and I don't get excited about that which I know a lot of people would but it's excite me
0: You've got kind of this smaller group of U.S. people, but then Roger told me Australia is huge with blues, and then of course, Europe. Do you see a lot of people saying, coming to the blue front and saying, hey, ooh, hey, I'm here.
1: It slowed up, like I said, because of the pandemic. They, they still come, but, but, but daily. Daily. Sam. <laughs> the two tourist groups coming, where are they from? Which day? The two that participate, they got scheduled to come to the blue front. Oh, um, the tours? Yeah. They're coming
0: from Israel. Israel. From Israel. Oh. It's three tours with like lunch and music, mm-hmm. and April mm-hmm. and May. So yeah, they're in a
1: few That's why I say, you know, Can't get excited about this group, can't get excited (laughs) about that group, cause another one coming. And then you
0: gotta sit
1: in the corner and play some some strings? Yeah, they (laughs) they don't have a long time, cause this is not the only place they are coming, but this is one of the main places they are coming. So I'll play for them, they'll ask for questions. And I give credit to to my own guitar. Taking me places I never could have gone without that. Down in Bolivia, South America. It, it's all credit to boy, the unique stuff that I do with the guitar. You feel
0: your more strings,
1: more voice, more heart. What, where where do you, where uh, do you consider yourself? I, I consider myself to do what I do. Okay. Seriously, I just do what I do, and people that's going to hear it or want to see me. Go get it.
0: Wow, now. Thank you for traveling down the Delta Blues Highway. I'm Erin Scott, audio chick without the K. Thanks to Ray Lundy for our weekly music. Come on back and listen to the next jam.